Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Brad Hicks, and this is the Spooky SLV Podcast. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am Brad Hicks. You're listening to the Spooky SLV Podcast. And before we get started on stories, we're only going to have two tonight. Um, I just want to let everyone know that I am going to be recording many <laughs> more podcast episodes. I've been slacking too much. I need to get this going again. Um, also, big change to the format of it. Not really the format, but let's just say it does. Any spooky stories do not have to be from the SLV or Colorado. They can be from anywhere. I'm getting to the point where uh, searching for stories is fine, but it's time-consuming, extremely time-consuming. And uh, I'm not really finding any that I want to read. It's kind of weird. Um, so if any of my friends out there, or if any of the listeners out there, want to contribute a story, doesn't matter where it's from. It does not matter. I don't care if it's from SLV. I don't care if it's from Colorado. I don't care if it's from Timbuktu. If it's a good story and I'll read it, that's what I want to see. So if you do have stories, just submit them to SpookySLVPodcast at gmail.com and we'll get you going. All right, folks, our first story comes from Stephanie Trujillo. She is a local, a SLV local, and... uh title of her story is Monia's Popular Place for Stories. Hi, my name is Stephanie. I drive over Levita Pass every day around 12 to 2 a.m. to get the Pueblo Chieftain, drop off here in Alamosa, and then do a newspaper route in Monta Vista. So one night I was almost done with my route when I turned onto the gun barrel road to throw, out, to throw one out on the two south. It's a road just opposite of the road Rock Creek Turnoff. Mile marker two-ish is where something happened that still has me so freaked out. Now, I see all sorts of animals when I'm out. Actually, the night before, there was a horse on that road that I almost hit last minute. Well, this night, about 2.30, 3 o'clock a.m., I was traveling down the same road when up about two miles, maybe, I saw an animal's eyes glowing, running all over the road. Now, this isn't alarming in the least, and like I said, since I see everything when I'm driving. As I got somewhat closer, the eyes seemed like they stood up. I immediately thought, great, damn horse. Completely dark out, and I squinted to see further. I see the sign that says two south. I see the sign that says Rock Creek. I look to the side of the road. There is someone walking. I think he was dressed in dark clothing. I didn't get too alarmed yet, so I turned my brights to dim so I wouldn't blind this person. Brights dimmed, he was close to me now. His head looked up. The eyes glowed like the animal that I just saw. He looked down immediately, so it was quick. But I know what I saw. My car immediately started to jerk like it was going to stall. It's not an old car. has not done this before. Scared, I tried to accelerate. Nothing. I heard like it was in my ear saying, go, 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 don't let it stop. I was cold. I couldn't make out a face like the dimensions of a face, just the eyes. Then I passed. Car just sped up like it wasn't just acting dumb. 
I was sick to my stomach, cold sweating, speechless. I turned into the house that I delivered the paper to, threw the paper, and drove back to Monta Vista. Driving on the wrong side of the road so that I wouldn't get surprised. There was nothing, not a skunk in sight. On the way back, once I was in town, I literally googled, Can human eyes glow in the dark like animals do? I needed some clarity. Well, Siri was no help, but my answer was no. This happened around October 16th and around 3 a.m., and I still have no answers. Stephanie, that would scare the crap out of me. And since you knew Jimmy Galvis, you know he and I would have just, like, gone back and forth on that road a thousand times to try to find it. But uh, thank you very much for your story. That's creepy as hell. I wouldn't want to meet that sucker out on the street. <laughs> All right, the second and last story tonight is Ex Oblivione by H.P. Lovecraft. When the last days were upon me and the ugly trifles of existence began to drive me to that madness like the small drops of water that torturers let fall ceaselessly upon one spot of their victim's body, I loved the irradiate refuge of sleep. In my dreams I found a little of the beauty I had vainly sought in life and wandered through old gardens and enchanted woods. Once, when the wind was soft and scented, I heard the south calling and sailed endlessly and langoriously under the strange stars. Once, when the gentle rain fell, I glided in a barge down a sunless stream under the earth until I reached another world of purple twilight, iridescent arbors, and undying roses. And once I walked through a golden valley that led to a shadowy groves and ruins and ended in a mighty wall green with antique vines and pierced by a little gate of bronze. Many times I walked through that valley, and longer and longer I would pause in the spectral half-light where the giant trees squirmed and twisted grotesquely, and the gray ground stretched damply from trunk to trunk, sometimes disclosing the mold-stained stones of buried temples, and always the goal of my fancies was the mighty vine-grown wall with the little gate of bronze therein. After a while, as the days of waking became less and less bearable from their grayness and sameness, I would often drift in opiate peace through the valley and the shadowy groves and wonder how I might seize them from my eternal dwelling place so that I need no more crawl back to a dull world stripped of interest in new colors. And as I looked upon the little gate and the mighty wall, I felt that beyond it lay a dream country from which, once it was entered, there would be no return. So each night in sleep, I strove to find the little la the hidden latch of the gate in the ivied antique wall, though it was exceedingly well hidden. And I would tell myself that the realm beyond the wall was not more lasting merely, but more lovely and radiant as well. The one night in the dream city of Zechariah, I found a yellowed papyrus filled with thoughts and dream sages who dwelt of old in that city and who were too wise ever to be born in the waking world. Therein written many things concerning the world of dream. Among them was lore of a golden valley and a sacred grove with temples, and a high wall pierced by a little bronze gate. When I saw this lore, I knew that I, it touched on the scenes that I had haunted, and therefore read along in the yellowed papyrus. Some of the dream sages wrote gorgeously of the wonders beyond the irrepassable gate, but others told of horror and disappointment. 
I knew not which to believe, yet longed more and more to cross forever into the unknown land. For doubt and secrecy are the lure of lures, and no new horror can be more terrible than the daily torture of the commonplace. So when I learned of the drug which would unlock the gate and drive me through, I resolved to take it when next I awaked. Last night I swallowed the drug and floated dreamily into the golden valley and the shadowy groves, and when I came to this time upon the antique wall, I saw the small gate of bronze was ajar. From beyond came a glow that weirdly lit the giant twisted trees and tops of the buried temples, and I drifted on songfully, expectant of the glories of the land from whence I should never return. But as the gate swung wider, and the sorcery of the drug and the dream pushed me through, I knew that all sights and glories were in an end, for in that new realm was neither land nor sea, but only the white void of unpeopled and unlimited space. So happier than I have ever dared hope to be, I dissolved again into that native infinity of crystal oblivion from which the daemon life had called for me one brief and desolate hour. Yeah, he was a writer. <laughs> um... Hope you like that one. That was that's one of my favorites by H.P. Lovecraft. It's just a odd duck of a thing. It's kind of like a, well, it's it kind of like an opiate trip is what it, it is. I I assume I've never actually done opiates. That opioids. What now? Opiate? Not opiates or opioids. What I'm opium. That's what I'm trying to say. Opium. The den of opium. Good lord, I can't even speak right on that one. But anyway, that's what it kind of seems like. I mean. Yes, my college days were filled with plenty of drug-addled memories, but uh, never opium or anything like that. Opium, cocaine, stuff like that. Just didn't do it. But anyway, folks, thank you. I hope you enjoyed that one. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for this evening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm going to work on getting what I would like to do from this day till Halloween, till four days. Um, do an episode a night. That's what I would like to do. Um, I'm going to try. <laughs> I can't guarantee it. I will probably do a long episode on Halloween. That way... Um, you know, if you're sitting at home listening to kids running around outside and trick-or-treating and stuff like that, and you want something to listen to, you can maybe, possibly listen to my podcast and share it with your friends and tell everybody, you know, this is a good podcast, even though it may not be. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I have my moments where I don't think it's all that great, but especially when I stutter my way through a story. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to say goodbye tonight, and... Before I do, I will um, thank again Andres Herrera for the music that he's let me use and for getting me started on these podcasts. If you want to show him some love again, go to Entropy and Motion Music on uh, Instagram. Also, he has his own podcast on Spotify, which is uh, uh, Decibels Deep Podcast. It's a good podcast, especially if you're a, uh, a music lover. And he, he's a great musician, and he's good. He's a big-time music lover, so um, check out those. He also has the Decibel Deep podcast um, Instagram page. You can check that out. He's 
always up for getting new followers and friends and likes and everything else. So check him out. And thanks again, folks.